This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Continue to like, rate, and subscribe. Make sure to share. Now streaming on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back. You are now tuned in to an Average Fan Podcast. This is your host, Benny Hanna. Hey, man, let's talk college football. Week six, going in. We got a new top 25. Oh, we we saw some games yesterday. They kind of, it might have confirmed some things in our eyes and in other people's mind. It might have left a lot of questions. Uh, I think we got some clarity on yesterday as well. We're going to dig into all of that good stuff. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for coming back. Locking in for another weekend recap, college football edition. Talking about this new top 25 AP poll that we have here. Uh, Let's start from the bottom up. Uh, Jumping in at number 25, we got James Madison. 5-0 on the season. Shout out to them. Um... James Madison, real dominant uh, FCS school uh, out there. They they won a national championship in uh, 2016, but then lost the next year to North Dakota State, and we all know what they are at FCS. So uh, these these guys are these guys are mowing through people, averaging 44 a game. So shout out to James Madison for getting that recognition uh number 24 we got Illinois Illinois coming in at number 24 Brett Bielema getting that thing kind of rolling in the right direction um man they had a they had a real Big 10 West like game uh on Saturday getting a nod uh 6 to 9 uh in that or 9 to 6 however you prefer it uh getting a nod in that one uh Kentucky Number uh, 23 falls. It's kind of crazy because they got it as 22 as well, but they're number 23 at 4-2 and two after they took the L this past weekend. Texas coming in at number 22, ranked 4-2. and two. We'll kind of get into that Texas-Oklahoma a little bit. Um, yeah, I'll just hold off on that till we get to that. Uh, moving right along, Cincinnati 4-1, the Bearcats. Utah dropping all the way down to 20 after their uh, thumping they took to UCLA. Kansas as well, first loss on the season at the hands of TCU. They dropped to 19. Syracuse coming at number 18, 5-0 on the season. Keep keep an eye on those Syracuse, man. Like They'll have those seasons where they get off good like this. If you're a Clemson fan, keep your eye out. On Syracuse, make sure that Syracuse doesn't come in and do the unthinkable. 17, K-State. 16, Mississippi State. Number 15, NC State. Uh, Wake Forest coming in at number 14. And TCU coming in at 13. Oregon, the 12th spot we have. 
UCLA at number 11. Getting into the top 10, Penn State had a bye this week. They were off, but they are 5-0 and on the season. Coming in at number 10, uh, Ole Miss at number 9. Undefeated Ole Miss, put some respect on their name. As well as the number 8 ranked OK State Cowboys coming in at 5-0. and Number seven, USC at number six, at number seven, six and zero on the season. Excuse me, number six, Tennessee, five and zero. This team right here. We next week, next Saturday, mark y'all calendars, y'all college football fans, mark y'all calendars. Tennessee versus Alabama, three thirty p.m. game. It's going down, y'all. We got to get into that one too, cause that. If Alabama, the Alabama team that shows up, no Bryce Young playing against Tennessee, they will be beat. I think Tennessee presents a different type of problem. Um, They're going to have to force Hendon Hooker into some interceptions because if he's able to kind of lean on – well, not lean on the run game, but kind of keep Alabama a little bit off balance. And I'm going to mind y'all – I'm going to put y'all on game. Nick Saban struggles with a good, dynamic, dual-threat quarterback. Y'all don't believe me? Y'all could check back at some of his losses. Then y'all know what I'm talking about. So keep the ball out of Alabama's hands and take care of things. Number five, <clears throat> Michigan coming in at 6-0. and We have Clemson back in the top four. Uh, Clemson 6-0. and Alabama with 11 first place votes at number three, six and zero. Number two, Ohio State with 20 first place votes, six and zero as well on the season. That's kind of interesting. Those Buckeyes, that team, that team can be so much. Um, defense looks good. It looks improved compared to last year. Um. Their offense is their offense. I think that's the thing that people do not worry about a lot with Ohio State is their offense just because of what Ryan Day is able to do. But nevertheless, if their defense holds up, if they're able to, those corners, they got to get their head around and, and really try to play that ball. I feel like as tight as the coverage that they play, they should have more interceptions on the year. But granted, some of the big plays, these balls are back shoulder throws, so they kind of these QBs kind of know to keep it away from these DBs, so you can't really be too mad at that. But if they can shore that up and then stay healthy, that team, this team could be really dangerous, even more dangerous than last year. But they still have half their games left on the year. We're, we're at the halfway mark, so we'll see how that does. And then rounding out with 32 first place votes, number one, UGA. That boy Stetson Bennett has some wheels on him yesterday. He got up out of there. Woo. Man, how do y'all feel about this top 25? Now, I know it was a lot. Um, What's some games we really want to get into? Well, as I said, we had uh, a slew of games ye- yesterday that really had some major implications. So, AP Poll's former number one team, Alabama, took on Texas A&M. And here it is, Bama is coming in without Bryce Young. Uh, Jalen Milrow held it down, did what he could. Um, they escaped 24-20. to 20. A&M has a lot of talent, but their offense is really questionable. 
it ain't even had Johnny Manziel questioning some of the play calling. Check this out, though. Um, and I like numbers. I like stats. I like the way I like to watch the game because you like to see the flow of the game. Sometimes the stats don't tell the full story, but just check this out. So Miro was only asked to throw the ball 19 times for 111 yards, three touchdowns, mind you, and one interception. Um, Jameer Gibbs is a baller, 21 carries, 154 on his back. We saw we got a uh, Jermaine Burton sighting, so that's positive for Bama. Um, Bama's rush defense is crazy. Hell, hell, a chain of 62 yards rushing. Uh, Haynes King, 46 attempts for 253, two touchdowns and one interception. So here, here we have. This dynamic, this. We know that Jimbo wanted this game, obviously, right? And we know Alabama wanted this game. And one thing I'll say is that Bama really needs Bryce Young next week. They need him. There, there's no way they can escape next week's game. Um, they, they, it'll be a tough one. Let's just put it at that. It'll be a tough one. It will be a tough one. This won't be a, and then they're going to Rocky top. So they really got to come with their a game. Be able to Tennessee's ranked number six too. This is going to be a good game. Y'all like I said earlier, go ahead and mark your calendars because this is something that you'll really want to see. This is something you really want to see as we look at um, some stats here. Y'all bear with me. I'm looking at this Tennessee team. Um, they're averaging 4.7 ground on the ground this year. They're gonna they're gonna have to step that up, step that up tremendously because Bama. They're really gonna have to keep Bama um, out of sorts. And that's where Henry Hooker's ability to run and pass, you're able to sit up here and um, kind of get, kind of keep them guessing. They're not a bad team on fourth down if they got to go for it. So Tennessee, uh, psh, they're averaging forty six point eight points a game. Take that for what it's worth. This is <laughs> this is gonna be a good game, y'all. This is gonna be a good game. I definitely keep my eye out on this one. So Texas A and M is three and three on the year. What does that really say about that Jimbo Fisher uh, offense? It's like I said, he was he was kind of called out. Johnny Manziel called him out on Twitter about that offense. Had the chance at the end of the game to really win, to win, to beat number one in Tuscaloosa. You win that game. Mm mm. Now you said it three and three on the year. That's going to be ugly. So <clears throat> those who like to get into the sports drama, keep an eye out on Texas A&M after the season and watch how many kids kind of transfer. They're like a seven and seven and five team. They could go eight and four, but with the way that their offense look, and there's going to be a lot of, it's going to be a lot of put on that defense. Um, 
Georgia, they defeated Auburn. They they looked dominant. They kind of pulled away in the second half. Auburn did what Auburn does. Uh, number three, Ohio State. They put it on Michigan State. Hmm. C.J. Stroud threw a pick six, so he kind of spotted them six points, gave them six points. You hate to see that, but he followed that up with uh, five touchdowns and no interceptions after that. 15 to 16, I believe. So, yeah, he's a baller. You like what he can do. Uh, Michigan, they went ahead, defeated Indiana. That one was kind of close, but that second half, Michigan just wore them down. Michigan does that to teams. They kind of wear you out in that second half because it's so much that you have to deal with as far as just how Michigan is kind of able to use the run game and the play action to their advantage, right? Be able to kind of manipulate you, get you looking one way, thinking, okay, this is going to be a stretch run. They pull it. No, we're going to bootleg. We're going to go this way. So Michigan is able to do some different things when it comes to uh, play calling and especially the way that they use their tight ends. You gotta, <laughs> you kind of got to get keep Michigan out of the red zone because once they get in there, they kind of lean on those tight ends and just that power run game. So Michigan definitely is a tough task, especially right now in the season as they're getting everything going, especially with J.J. McCarthy at the helm. They're, t- hey, they're going to be a tough out, no doubt, no doubt. So everybody obviously is looking forward to them going up against Ohio State at the end of the year, and rightfully so. That will be the big, big game obviously um whether you're a fan of one team or the other just a fan of the sport but they got number 10 penn state next week and this game is interesting for several reasons one being that we're going to learn a lot about both of these teams with penn state coming in at number 10 off the bye we we get to learn if penn state for real can can that freshman um can that freshman Nick Singleton get a, be be able to be efficient on the ground? You don't expect for him to come in against Michigan and average seven on the ground. That would be fine. That would be great, obviously. But if he's able to come in and give you probably about 4.7 to 5.3 yards per rush, hey, you can kind of live with that. You can do some things with that. That can set you up big time. That can help Clifford out So, because Clifford's going to need help. Clifford will definitely need help. This Michigan front line, this front defense, their defensive line at front four, they get after the quarterback. They're a nasty group of guys. So Penn State comes in. This will be a this will be a challenge for Michigan, but I think they'll probably be up to that test. <laughs> but if Penn State's able to pull off the upset, ooh ooh, we are gonna have an interesting one going forward, no doubt. Because Penn State will then, in a couple weeks, play Ohio State. So that right there already could determine the Big Ten East so early in the season. Got a little college. I'm telling y'all, y'all got it. If you're not into college football and you're just listening to the show because you you might be a fan or, dude, you got to check out college football. Very intriguing. If you like pro sports, you gotta, you're got you going to love college sports. Different vibe, different feel. Uh, moving on, Clemson beating Boston College. No no biggies, no struggles there. Anybody check out that Texas Tech-Oklahoma State game. Very good game right there as they were back and forth. 
uh, all game. OK State was able to come away, get some big time stops. Uh, then pull away late, 41-31 win over Texas Tech. Uh, Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee. 40-13 over LSU. This was another one of the games coming into this weekend. You felt like we're going to learn a little bit more about both of these teams, as in where is LSU? Where is LSU at with Brian Kelly at this point of the season? And what do we really? what will we really know? about Tennessee on this road test. LSU came in at four and one. Um but Tennessee <laughs> Tennessee was just they was all over him. It was just too much dominating. Uh scoring double double digits in each quarter except for the fourth. Going ahead and blanking LSU in the first and the third quarter. So Man, this game against Bama next week at Rocky Top, everybody's going to be talking about that. That will be the most talked about game uh, <laughs> probably this year outside of the rivalry week games. So, but <laughs> everybody's going to be talking about that because this whole dynamic with Bryce Young, is he going to be able to play? Bama's going to need Bryce Young. I, I, don't, I don't think I can stress that enough, that they're going to need Bryce Young to win this game. Moving on, um, UCLA putting the pack putting the Pac twelve on notice quietly too. UCLA is doing their thing. Um, <clears throat> Dorian Thompson Thompson Robinson DTR, as he's known in the streets or on the field, getting it done. <laughs> Yo, Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly got that uh, Oregon Ducks field going out there at uh, UCLA at Pasadena. Man, we thought Utah was going to come in here and just play bully ball against UCLA. Remember what Ozeron said last year about them powder blues, them sissy powder blues? Yeah, y'all remember that? Right. Utah coming in here with that same energy and got smacked. <laughs> you love to see it. It's that, that boy Zach Charbonnet almost had 200 yards rushing, y'all. 22 carries for 198 in the touchdown. As I said, DTR doing this thing, 299 through the air, four touchdowns, one pick, okay? When you're able to do that, when you're able to get that type of production, yo, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. If you got a, if you got a competent defense, you got any type of scheme, you're going to be dangerous. You get 203 rushing with 299, hey, complimentary football. Complimentary football. So, hey, Bruin fans, you like where you sitting at. Utah fans, you had so much hope coming into the season. It's not over yet, Pac-12-wise, but you felt with the way that they kind of played in the Rose Bowl last year that maybe they could be able to sneak their way into their CFP. But if Clemson's going to be playing the way they are and then top three Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, they all held, hold out. They don't really leave a lot of entryway for those uh, outsiders looking in. So they kind of got to get things going in the right direction if you're Utah. But UCLA is really putting people on notice. And here's the thing with UCLA. Um, those who are Pac-12 Pac people, they know. They got a good test coming up. 
right? On the 22nd. They're playing at Alton against Oregon. This will be a good game. Some, that's my slogan. It's going to be a good game, okay? Um, we're really going to find out more about UCLA. I think you can kind of say that they're for real. As you look at it on the season, they have put up 40 points in every game except for one. But then you look at it, they've also given up out of their six wins. Three of those wins, they've given up 30-plus points. So this offense is potent, but the defense you can score on. Now, my thing with Oregon is Bo Nix. If Bo Nix starts throwing it to the other team, Oregon will get smacked. But if he's able to keep his turnovers down, get the ball out quick, Oregon can stay around in this game. And then you look down in November. You talk about November 19th, USC. So you got, after Oregon, you got Stanford, Arizona State, Arizona. These are three winnable games after Oregon. But if you start looking ahead, you might lose that Arizona State game. And I know that sounds crazy, but <laughs> Arizona State, they might mess around and get you. Go ahead and ask Washington. Washington came in there, and they found out the hard way. Michael Penix out here throwing pick sixes and stuff like that. So... I really like what UCLA is doing. Y'all keep an eye out on the Bruins. And they're entertaining to watch. If you ever watch the UCLA game this year, uh, Chip Kelly got them playing. So, like I said, they got that Oregon vibe to them when Chip Kelly was out there. Um, <laughs> Imposter of the week alert. Kentucky getting beat by South Carolina. Quietly, South Carolina is 4-2 and two on the year. You would never think it the way that you, Georgia just destroyed them and blanked them. You would never think that, but they come in here and, and they beat Kentucky. Yeah, Mr. Levis. Mr. Levis, the one that people had considered um, number one overall draft pick for the NFL prospect, which... um. I don't know. I kind of feel like he he does some good things, but the talent that they that they have in this draft, I think it says a lot. Um Spencer Rattler finally shows up. He go he only five incompletions. Five incompletions. He'll take that. He did have one interception, but five incompletions for 177. What happened to him? What really happened? Just Spencer Rattler is so much hype around Spencer Rattler. Then it all just went away. Like Oklahoma. <laughs> Perfect segue, right? Oklahoma just, they're just going away. <laughs> what is going on with them? Texas showing like no mercy 49 to nothing good night 
49 to nothing. Y'all hear me? And, and, and I feel some type of way as a sports fan, right? And here's why. Lincoln Riley deprived us of a Quinn Ewers, Caleb Williams, Red River rivalry game. Okay. Steve Sarkeesian, Lincoln Riley. Two great play callers, two good quarterbacks, dynamic in what they do. Got a decent run game. We were deprived of that, y'all. We we were really deprived of that. So what we were not deprived of yesterday was the fact that Quinn Ewers really looks good. And Ohio State fans are probably wishing that he had stayed because their backup situation ain't really looking too good right now. So he goes out there, 289, four touchdowns, one interception. Bijan, 22 carries, 130 on the ground, two TDs. They were able to do so much. And OU without um, without Gabriel, it just showed, obviously, because they didn't put nothing on the board. <laughs> nothing nothing is texas texas just dominated through and through 39 passing yards for ou 39 passing yards for ou right that's not a typo 156 rushing yards that is a terrible stat line Brent Venable is going to have to go do something. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up in a couple seasons back at Clemson. Reunite with Dabo. Dabo going to need him back. Trust me, especially when it comes to the big games. Not 100% sold on Clemson. Not yet. So we had great games this weekend. Great games in all conferences. That's kind of what you like to see. Um, my And me, my game, my game of Saturday – had to be TCU in Kansas, excuse me, Kansas. Back and forth game, especially in that fourth quarter. Um, well, really the third quarter, it picked up. Fourth quarter, they kind of um, went at it a little bit. Really time-controlled drives, really executing at a high level. I like what Duggan did. Not to be <laughs> – Bean came out there. He was balling. Um Kansas quarterback wasn't able to go, but he stepped in and gave you 262 with four touchdowns. He was making some big-time throws. His receivers were making some crazy catches in this game. Receivers were making a lot of crazy catches. Johnston from TCU. My man's had 206 through the air receiving. Okay, Duggan had 308 through the air with three touchdowns and one pick. This was a good game, and, yo, Who's going to challenge TCU out here in this Big 12, right? Who Who's going to be the one looking at you, OK State? Because <laughs> y'all got them next. Looking at you, OK State, because y'all got them next. This come, whoo-hoo, 330. OK State, TCU, good Big 12 game. Man, I can't wait. This, man, this college football season has really not disappointed not disappointed at all and i hope y'all not disappointed but we gotta go that's it for us hey i really appreciate everything y'all do 
spreading the word about the podcast, sharing the podcast, getting it out there. Always comment, rate, subscribe, share, get it out there. We need that for the growth of the podcast to leave y'all with something great. This has been your boy, Benny Hanna, and we out.